your ideal life is one right turn away, right here and right now with me, Arika Sullivan and New Light Living. See your life in a new light. In this show, I'm bringing real world tools to show you how to ignite the light within you and restore your balance to who you truly are. That busy, exhausted feeling isn't anyone's true purpose. Get back to the heart of your real self. Begin to live in your ideal dream day every day. Learn how to stop giving your energy away. Trust your intuition and chill out your ego and learn how to find your calm. The journey begins now. Come and step into the light. New light living with intuitive spiritual life coach Ulrika Sullivan starts right now. Have you ever wondered why you're not feeling 100%, even if you believe you have everything seemingly possible? Today, we're talking about the topic self-awareness and why you should be thinking beyond the gym when it comes to self-care. My guest Milena is joining me later in the episode to expand on this topic, so stay on for my conversation with her. self-awareness and why you should think beyond the gym when it comes to self-care. Have you ever wondered why you're not feeling 100%, even if you believe you have everything seemingly possible? So many people these days are craving more and more external stimulation, but external things are starting to do less and less for us. Self-awareness is becoming the new entry point to create self-care that's truly making an impact. Currently, it's like we need to consume more and more to feel good. We need to shop online to feel better about ourselves, work more hours to feel accomplished, or we need to work out like crazy to appreciate our body or spend more time watching influencers online to feed our inspiration. Still not feeling 100%? A couple of years ago, I felt exactly that. I didn't feel 100%, and I didn't know why. I had anything that anyone could ask for, a very successful career, awesome kids and husband, many close friends, and an active social life, you name it. But I still didn't feel 100%. Now I know why. My turning point was when I realized that I didn't put my self-care and well-being first. I put so many other external things first so that my attention to my own needs always came last. No wonder I didn't feel 100% despite a picture-perfect life. If you're feeling that nothing is truly deeply exciting, just okay, Imagine living a life in joy and awe every day, feeling fully content and fulfilled. It's possible if you're willing to discover how. It's a myth that the road to personal change has to be a hard one. Many times the experiences of hitting rock bottom can be very hard and upsetting, and many times that's the inevitable. The fear and belief that everything possible has to fall apart in order to change is one of the reasons that many women don't even allow themselves to think about making a change to their life. 
Many women just go on and on to the next day and the next same way as yesterday. I know by experience that personal growth doesn't have to be this total rock bottom experience, which is followed by a long road to get back on track and move forward. Change can be something way smoother. The turning point for me happened when I became open to change. Think about this for a bit. To be truly open to change, not just as a thought, you have to mean it. You have to admit to yourself that you have, that you actually believe that you deserve a change. Simply, when a rock bottom hits you hard and cracks you open, it means that you haven't been open to change along the way. The rock bottom is the final wake-up call, the slap in the face, the falling apart has to happen. This is the last resort. This is why it's so important to start to honor your own needs for self-care today. Not later. Not do it halfway. Do it for real. And by real, I mean to be open to gain more self-awareness. Be open to go deep, to return to yourself so that you can find your calm so that you can avoid that inevitable punch in the face that otherwise would come from left field one day. I don't want you to go through a rock bottom. There is another way that's much easier. Self-care created based on a new level of self-awareness will bring peace to your mind, body, and spirit. It all starts when you're open to gain more self-awareness. If you haven't gotten the results you want from your current self-care practices, such as going to the gym, eating healthy, and so on, consider starting a self-awareness practice to build a foundation for your new self-care. And if you're super stretched, super stretched, there aren't enough hours in the day, you're last on the list to be taken care of. This is me to a T a couple of years ago. I maxed out myself every day at work and then at home with my family and never got to myself. I wasn't aware that I could do it in a different way. I wasn't aware what I truly needed. To take responsibility for everything that happens in your life starting today is a hard pill to swallow. But the truth is that without taking responsibility for who you want to be, how you want to show up in your life, what you want to fill your life with, then it's hard to get to the truth about taking care of you. How about if you feel lost, you doubt yourself, and you often revisit decisions, asking others for advice constantly? Now, part of the journey to self-awareness is to find out what your true values are and what matters to you. This may be something you aren't even thinking about every day, but it's essential to get to the bottom of this. Your values drive everything you do, believe it or not. So this is something you would want to be totally clear on. And you may feel that other people around you make you stressed. You take in their problems, their problems become yours, and you get upset. I used to be so upset at others when someone did something I knew wasn't right or good for them or behaved in a way that I didn't like or 
Hmm. The feeling of others' problems simply became the direction of what to do next. This is a game changer. Through practicing self-awareness, I can now say that I relate to others in a completely different way. That's truly a key component of my well-being today. What if you feel a need to be in control and stay on top of every move in your life or to be able to have the feeling of success? As a former multitasking and planning queen who was never early to a meeting, always planned ahead and started my work week on a Sunday afternoon, I know this is a big one for many. The relief that I felt once I could let go of the thought of always having to be one step ahead is an amazing feeling. The self-awareness and complete new level of trust in the process that I have today is something I wish for you as well. There you go. If you're ready to think beyond going to the gym or whatever you're doing now, that's not getting you to 100%. When it comes to self-care, look no further. A self-awareness practice can change your life. Then you can build a self-care practice that's realistic for you and that feeds your needs in a different way. As you start your journey of self-awareness, you'll first begin to reflect on how you got where you are today. Then you'll thank the past and let go of it, and then you begin to create your best possible today, every day. So lastly, what are the benefits of practicing self-awareness? You'll find out what you really love to spend your time on, and you'll find out what's not serving you anymore and what truly matters to you. You'll find out what you need to stay you and what truly motivates you and what makes you truly happy. One way to approach it all is to start looking at it as a journey of self-discovery to get clear on what is unique about you. To go on a journey of self-awareness discovery is similar to the feeling of coming home or the feeling of finally sitting down on your couch after a crazy busy day. Begin today. So if you're not feeling 100%, like something is missing, even if you're going to the gym multiple times per week, eating healthy and seemingly taking good care of yourself, it's not too late to invite a new level of self-awareness to your life. One little step you can do is to consider buying a journal or a new notebook and start writing down things about yourself that you want to learn more about. Start writing down your questions to yourself today. See what answers you're getting. How can you start taking responsibility for a new level of self-care today? Hello, Milena. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Very excited to connect with you and chat today. So great to have you part of this conversation. So welcome. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. And today's topic is why you should think beyond the gym when it comes to self-care. Mm -hmm. And that is um, something that is really important to, to discuss, I believe, because mm -hmm. um, self-care is so much more than just what we see around us. And, and maybe we'll go to the gym or, or eat, uh, find a new healthy recipe, but there's so much more to dive into when it comes to self-care. 
So uh, Milena, how mm -hmm. do you feel this topic is relevant to today's world and how we live our lives? I absolutely agree with you that it's really important to talk about it and to address it in our own lives, in our own personal experience first, and then maybe share it with others. But I always say to friends, you can't give what you don't have. So if you are, we, we live in, in our day and age where we try to do it all and we try to do it all ourselves. You know, we're parents, we have jobs, we juggle so many different things, but that leaves us exhausted and depleted. And then we want to be the perfect patient parent. We want to be a great worker who achieves stuff. We want to be the, uh, the, a great supportive partner. We can't do that when we have not take care, taken care of the being who does all of these things. Mm. It's a little bit like asking your phone to keep performing without ever putting it on the charger. It's oh, so good. What, 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 what carries us, what sustains us through all of these things? Because we do, 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 but who does all the doing? It's yes. being that does all the doing. And when do we recharge that? When do we nourish that? And if we don't have within ourselves, how can we give it to others? That's so true. Um, I really feel that that's something that uh, a lot of women can relate to. Absolutely. I think there are some, there's some conditioning in our society that we probably don't even know where we heard it, but we kind of have the words in our head, well, especially for a woman, you should take care of everybody else or put your family first or put your children first and then take care of yourself. And when we don't do that, when we actually turn it around and we start taking care of ourselves, we feel guilty. We feel like we're not good moms, we're not good partners, we're not good female heads of the family. And it's all of these things are unconscious or subconscious. And we we not we don't feel very good, but we don't know what that's about. Why am I feeling guilty when I do that? And I've been there myself. I put everybody else first. I took care of everybody else first. And I was miserable. I was exhausted. Everything would irritate me and annoy me. I felt like I was going to explode at one point. And this was the point when I started asking myself, well, what can I do to change that? Mm. Yeah, and that's that's really the point where we have the opportunity to to open up and crack open and, and start changing. So what would you recommend someone that really feel stressed and stretched and want to find another approach to their busy day and their self-care? What would you recommend? There are millions of things that we can do, literally, and there's so many tools out there and all of them are wonderful in their own little ways. I can share a couple of the things that have worked really, really, really well for me. But the first one is to understand that your capacity to do for yourself and others increases tremendously when you take care of yourself. You will be able to do and accomplish more in a much, much happier way. Have a good time while doing that as opposed to being miserable. Once we understand that, then we can allow ourselves to find all of these tools and start using them that will allow us to take care of ourselves. If we see it as a bad thing, if we, if we feel guilty about it, we're not going to do it. So the first step for me is to understand that not only will you be happier, not only will you be able to accomplish more, but you will be able to give so much more to everybody and everything around you when you start taking care of yourself. Mm. 
Yeah. One of the tools, when I ask that question in meditation, how can, how can I be better? How can I do better? How can I not be a crazy parent who loses it on their child because they refuse to put their shoes on in the morning on time? I got the answer, replace I have to with I choose to, with I want to actually. And if you can't say I want to because we feel like we don't, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to clean the house. I don't want to cook right now. Then replace it with, I choose to, if you can't say I want to. And if I hadn't written it down at the moment when I received the message, I probably would have just dismissed it as something that I imagined. That was years ago. And to this day, this is a tool that I use on a daily basis because it gives you ownership of the choices that you make on a daily basis, what to do, what not to do, maybe to find alternative options or different approaches to things that you still choose to do. But what changes is how you feel about it. You're coming from a state of empowerment where you know that you are in charge of the choices that you make. And if you're not happy with them, you can always make a different one so that you are happy with Such them. Such a uh, powerful, but yet very simple shift to make and so i recommend anyone that's listening or viewing this make that little test experiment today in terms of the um the shift that milena is uh, suggesting here from should to want to and yeah can you, or, can you repeat it again what yeah a replace i have to with I want to, or if you can't say I want to, with I choose to. There you go. There you go. You got it right there. Because nobody can really force us to do anything. We are in charge. Yes, we can allow others to influence us, but we're still the bosses. We're the ones allowing it. And it's owning that choice changes everything. And I found that the biggest changes in my life have come from subtle shifts in awareness and perspective. Mm, so it has been so incredibly powerful. And I have one other tool to share uh, for people. Another thing that I, I have used this understanding that we are spiritual beings in physical bodies, because we talk a lot about being healthy and self-care and going to the gym and all of that, but we seem to neglect our spiritual needs. It's, it's not a coincidence that we say, oh, I need something that feeds my soul. Why do we say that? because it's extremely important. We are that being that does all of these physical things in that reality, all of this doing. But how often do we nurture that? And how do we even nurture that? Well, there are plenty of different things and they would be different for all of us, but just opening ourselves up to realizing what those are and maybe making a list. For me, really inspiring, wonderful conversations like this one is something that feeds my soul. Empowering others, allowing them to see a different perspective where I see that slight shift and all of a sudden their eyes light up and, and you can feel that shift in energy in them that has the potential of changing their life. That is extremely nurturing to me and totally. feeds my soul. Yeah. And um, I can experience that too in, in coaching sessions where a person have, has a, a inner shift in terms of how they experience a situation that's that is that is what we're talking about here that inner shift so the post talks about the importance of taking responsibility for your own self-care and self-care in that broader perspective um, can you give an example of 
when you've either learned that for yourself or when you have inspired somebody, somebody to take that responsibility themselves? Mm -hmm. Ultimately, we are responsible for our lives and, and our realities. And waiting for something or someone outside of us to do uh, what it is that we need is, is uh, crazy because it's never going to happen. And I think we've all tested it. We've tried for years, I myself, is, oh, you take care of everybody else and then they'll take care of you. No, that doesn't happen. They usually take it for granted. They just think that you keep doing what you're doing. And at some point I realize, oh, nobody's going to take care of myself unless I do it. And also very often, um, a lot of the stuff that we don't take care of within ourselves gets projected onto others and we tend to externalize all of these things. But ultimately, the responsibility is ours because responsibility is not a burden, it's power. The only time when you're actually able to make changes and live the life that you want is when you take your power back. And that is responsibility. We tend to see responsibility as duty, as obligations, as endless errands and tasks that we need to complete. It's not that. It's your power. Yeah, and that's, I have the same experience that, um, and that I've also witnessed in other people is that we have this conditioning that change has to be hard and difficult and, and it's a burden. But actually what you're talking about, and I agree with, is that it doesn't have to be that way and it can be that light energetic feeling when and and usually when we have that energetic feeling that's when we're on the right path so it yeah. was i absolutely loved when i read that that we're conditioned to think that it's hard and why i actually even um record a little video about that that expression of, of hardship and struggling we tend to value the struggle the perseverance like the hero the more challenges the better and the more you overcome the better person you are the more and if things come easily to you then you're not as worthy you're not as strong as admirable why I really admire people who manage to manifest everything in their lives absolutely amazingly easily and, and, and they enjoy the heck out of it. Why not? Why do we value the hardship? Why do we value that fake heroism of the more challenges, the better? And one tool that I have used that I've learned from my favorite mentor was when you're in a situation where you tend to struggle, you ask yourself, what would this look like or feel like if it were easy and then just kind of sit with that idea and allow that energy to pour over you and allow that to guide you and guess what most of the time that helps us release that struggle that resistance and gives us permission to know that we can actually flow with things and be assisted and not have to worry about every little detail it doesn't have to be hard unless we really want to which apparently we do because we make it most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so from, so, I mean, what we're suggesting here, both of us, is really that responsibility can actually equal ease as well. Absolutely. So, so I'll give you all who are listening or viewing this a little, little nugget here to think for yourself whether, you know, when you take responsibility for your own self-care in, in this broader perspective, is it, do you feel ease or do you feel really uh, a burden? And you can. Yeah. 
And when we say responsibility, I see that more of as an ability to respond outside of our conditioning that we're usually unaware of and think about things and say, well, like what you said before, is does this serve me in any way? And do I make a conscious choice to not go by this conditioning and to make a different choice that is actually much better for me, it serves me and also increases my capacity to have positive impact on others. So Milena, how, what for you, uh, what does being truly open to change mean to you? Is the willingness to be okay and to feel good and embody the state of happiness no matter what happens. It's also understanding that the only constant thing in in life is change. I don't remember who it was who said that. I think it was an ancient Greek uh, philosopher. Change is who we are. We are not the same people that we were 10 minutes ago before we started this conversation. It is our natural state of being. It's the most natural thing in the universe. And it's just accepting and allowing that to unfold. It's wonderful and it's exciting. Yes, we're also conditioned to fear change, especially big change. Our physical bodies don't always feel very comfortable with change when we have to travel large distances, shift time zones, um, energies of different countries, but it's it's a natural thing, and it's also extremely expansive. Yes, it's absolutely. it's who you are. Change is who you are. It's not something to be feared because you'd be fearing yourself. So, what's the one practice that has been the most impactful for you personally in terms of um, you know supporting yourself and and maintaining and and nurturing your self-care? There are a number of things. There's plenty of them. And it would be kind of biased to give more weight to one or another. I can say yoga, meditation, dance classes, nurturing yourself. But if I have to put it under one umbrella, it's my solid decision to expand my awareness, to look beyond the conditioning of what I call zombie land, and it it doesn't sound very pretty, but to expand our awareness to see that there's more to life and more to us than what we see and start looking in that, that direction because it's that expansion of awareness that has allowed me to see, okay, here's where we're conditioned, explore some of our beliefs and programs, how our reality functions, why should we take care of ourselves? Is that a good idea? It's that decision to expand our awareness. And that's the single most powerful thing that we can do for ourselves because everything else comes with it. Beautiful. I love that so much. (laughs) So Milena, what is the one thing that you live by? That we are truly limitless, powerful beings, that we create our lives and our realities and that It's all just the game that we play, but we're also the designers of. That's awesome. Awesome. (laughs) So where can we learn more about you and where can we connect with you, Milena? There are several places. My site is askmilena.com, where you can learn more about me. I also have two YouTube channels, one in English and one in Bulgarian. And if you just type in Ask Milena on YouTube, you will find it. I have a Facebook page, which is Ask Me Lena Today. You can also find me on Instagram, again, Ask Me Lena Today. 
and I post uh, weekly videos every uh, single week with little tools for daily empowerment or topics that people don't usually talk about. I offer alternative perspective on things, how we can handle things in life, what I call them life hacks, shortcuts to life, like cheat codes to life, where we can do things in an easier, faster, more efficient and, and fun way as opposed to struggle. For example, and one of the topics is letting go of struggle or why hard work is not always such a good idea and, and things like that. And even topics like sex and intimacy and relationships and all of these things that are not so widely discussed but have a huge impact on our lives. Mm. And it's worth talking about them and empowering ourselves so that we can be creating the reality that, that we want and the life that we want. Oh, that's so awesome. It sounds like you have a, a really, uh, what a resource. So I recommend everyone submit a question to ask Milena. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank absolutely. You so thank you so much for this wonderful conversation. And uh, I want to say thank you again. Thank you very much. It's been wonderful to connect with you. I want to thank you for being a voice of empowerment, especially for women, for bringing awareness to raising awareness <laughs> and to um, all of these things, because uh, being that pioneer, taking the first step and reaching out to connect with others is, is a really, really powerful thing. And we can do so much more together. Oh, so beautiful. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thank you. Hope to connect with you again. Thank you for listening to New Light Living with me, Arika Sullivan. When you see your life in a new light, your world looks different. Worry, fear, and the everyday go, go, go are no match for you in this bright new light. Join me next time as I lay out the practices and tools for you to liberate your amazing self into living your ideal dream day. You can start now to take the guesswork out of getting to know yourself again and expand into your essence to feel present, alive, inspired, and connected. Keep listening, keep learning. Imagine no more wishing for your dream life. You get to start living it today. For more information, please visit newlightliving.com.